gentlemen, welcome to the D-Rich Show, where we talk anything and everything crypto. Now, here's your host, D-Rich. Hey everybody, welcome back to the D-Rich Show. This is D-Rich and today is May 20th, 2021. Happy Thursday, guys. How's everyone doing out there? And again, um, I hope that this video finds everyone who views it today in good health, good spirits, good energy, and are looking forward to some great information today. So um, anyway, I hope you guys are doing well wherever you may be um, in the world, whether you be here in the United States or Canada, Australia, Euro, um, UK, wherever. Um, I hope that you are well. Um, but anyway, guys, we're going to um, get right into the coin market cap because we're going to get into some um, inflation news when it comes to uh, precious metals, silver, gold, things like that. And we're going to also talk today about what it might mean for uh, cryptocurrency um, as we discussed yesterday about um, China coming out with some sort of ban on cryptocurrency or um, disallowing um, institutions to um, allow payments to process for cryptocurrency. Um, and I'm experiencing that myself because I think that Coinbase removed uh, my US bank card, um, rightfully so, because I'm not even gonna deal with them. But they sent me a message stating that they'll no longer um, be using U.S. Bank allowing me to purchase cryptocurrency. So anyway, that's why I talk about different ways to navigate through the market uh, without needing to use your debit or credit card or anything like that. So anyway, we're also going to talk about some precious metals um, exchange, and then we're going to talk uh, about a possible Flare Network addition, and then we're going to go back to an article that I found um, on how cross-border payments work. Um, anyway, we're going to look at uh, the coin market cap as we always do here on this channel. Bitcoin's dominance is at 42.4%, while Ethereum is at 18.1, with a total global crypto market cap of 1.73 trillion. So that's way below um, the tr 2 trillion plus that it was not too long ago. Anyway, Bitcoin is at $39,493. Ethereum at $2,736 and some change down 4%, um, a little bit over 4% actually. And uh, we got Binance Coin at $382.58, down almost 5% over the last 24 hours. And you can see Cardano there um, at number five at $1.78. So if you guys are um, Cardano, <coughs> um, I guess it will be um a good buying opportunity <clears throat> i guess i mean it's only down one percent two percent over the last uh seven days so not uh not too bad for that particular asset and then xrp um again not bad at a dollar 16 still uh maintaining um some great value at uh you know over six percent in the last seven days while you have um most of that coming in the last 24 hours down seven percent so guys again um if you guys are into buying xrp at a dollar 16 uh remember to dollar cost average uh, when it comes to uh, this type of position 
um, and to increase your stack and your fold and uh, your numbers when it comes to XRP because eventually um, you gotta kind of assume or speculate what will the actual value of one XRP token will be um, in the future so um, that's sitting at number six Dogecoin fell to number seven at 39 cents um, but overall still doing well um, not too bad no worries um, Polkadot is at 28 35 down three percent a little bit over three and ICP making a comeback with 22.7% uh, in the last 24 hours at $167 with 53 cents attached. And rounding up the top 10 guys, we got Bitcoin Cash at 805 overall down less than a percent in the last 24 hours. And uh, we, see, we see some slight changes in the market, um, some slight corrections. Um, this might be like another you know, uh, pump fake um, type of situation. I'm not sure, um, you know, but right now um, I'm willing to wait to see some prices that I want to really get in. Like I said, that Algorand um, is, is prime for me to get in. If it could come back down to a dollar, excuse me. Um, so um, I'm liking that Algorand. And I believe, I believe uh, since that's one of the, um, will be one of the regulated cryptocurrencies um, under ISO um, 222. I believe that will have some sort of precious metal backing, um, perhaps palladium. Um, but anyway, um, you could look at the market for yourself, guys. Go ahead and take a stroll down and find your position. Um, stake a good position. You want to make sure you stake a good position so that you can um, net a good return on um, that position. Um, where you can come out of that position if you need to to take profits and still um, have um, some equity in that position. Um, anyway, um, let's go ahead and get into this article from goldseek.com. Big institutional investors are dumping Bitcoin and going back into cold. JP Morgan says this is an article dated May 19, 2021. Institutional investors are dumping Bitcoin in favor of gold, reversing a recent trend that's played out. Over the last two quarters, according to a new report from JPM Morgan, based on open interest NCME Bitcoin future contracts, the firm said large investors are shifting away from Bitcoin after favoring the digital currency over gold beginning last fall. The Bitcoin flow picture continues to deteriorate and is pointing to continued retrenchment by institutional investors, JP Morgan wrote. In a note to clients, over the past month, Bitcoin future markets experienced their steepest and most more sustained liquidation since the Bitcoin assets started last October. So guys, I, I don't know what that might mean uh, for Bitcoin, but I do know what it means uh, for gold and silver and, um, and gold in general, as I do believe that the prices of cryptocurrencies um, as they continue to go up and I would assume uh, gold and silver uh, will continue to follow um, shortly um, after they continue to rise so you can't have one without the other I, I believe when it comes to cryptocurrency and this is coming from Irish Sun and this is a, a article titled inflation fears push gold and silver to three month highs and um, this is also dated on May 19th and we'll get into this 
Gold and silver prices have jumped to their highest levels in over three months as the latest dip in U.S. Treasury yields and concerns about growing cases in Asia continue boosting demand for the safe haven assets. Guys, so it also seems that inflation fears are finally translating into a higher precious metal prices and ETF exchange traded fund investors are starting to swing into net buyers again. John Freddy, business developer, uh, development manager at Sydney-based bullion dealer Guardian Gold, Australia, told Bloomberg spot gold was trading around 1860 an ounce on Wednesday after hitting 1875 earlier in the week, which was the highest price seen since late January. Meanwhile, silver reached 2875 an ounce, which also was its highest level since February before dropping to 27.82 according to the Bloomberg commodity overview all right so guys here, here here's the thing um, we do believe cryptocurrencies have a role of some sort which I do believe you have XRP that my opinion is gold and you also have XLM which I also favor as silver and then again you have to figure out the rest in regards to uh, how you want to speculate, um, which ones might be um, in a basket of those currencies um, backed by some sort of a precious metal. So anyway, guys, let's move right into the uh, report here from readers. Um, explainer, what Beijing's new crackdown means for crypto in China. Let's go ahead and see what they're talking about here. Chinese regulators have tightened restrictions that ban <clears throat> excuse me, financial institutions and payment companies from providing services related to cryptocurrencies, marking a fresh crackdown on digital money. Compared with a previous ban issued in 2017, the new rules greatly expanded the scope of prohibited services and judged that virtual currencies are not supported by any real value. So that's kind of what they want to tell you. It's not supported by real, real value, but when you have <clears throat> an inflated dollar paper money um, and you need more of them uh, to purchase the same item that you would be able to purchase, I don't know, two years ago, three years ago, and think back even longer, um, you need more of those dollars. So um, my virtual currency um, or crypto assets will gain more value um, when there is a real value um, that will be able to transact. So um, I think this is <clears throat> to scare people off that really have no idea um, because, again, crypto is still uh, relatively new to a lot of people and they're starting to uh, scratch the surface. Um, we've actually been here for a while, so um, we have the opportunity um, to see through a lot of this and this is kind of why I want to make a make videos is because I want to keep people uh, aware um, that there's going to be all kind of misdirection to get you out of your positions um, to transfer your wealth back to them um, so let's just keep you know pushing forward um, and doing your due diligence because at the end of the money trail um, I think all fiat currencies collapse and um, as you can see across the world, you see, um, you know, it can't really do anything for you. <clears throat> um, anyway, um, what are the new measures? Three financial in 
Street associations on Tuesday directed their members, which include banks and online payment firms, not to offer any crypto-related services such as account openings, registrations, trading, clearing, settlement, and insurance, reiterating the 2017 ban. <clears throat> but the new ban, uh, which was posted by the People's Bank of China, also covers services that were not previously mentioned. For example, it made clear that institutions must not accept virtual currencies or use them as a means of payment and or settlement and nor can institutions provide exchange services between cryptocurrencies and the yuan or foreign currencies so guys i'll leave it uh the rest of this for you guys to go over um, i don't want to get too much into it because i do have uh, an important uh cross-border um, payments article that i want to go over because it's really really lengthy and i want to make sure we get into that um, because I want to make sure that we are on the right track to um, where we're going with a lot of this uh, crypto stuff and where it <clears throat> will all end up. But anyway, guys, I want to make sure that you guys have a precious metal exchange to go to to uh, make sure you guys are getting your um, precious metals. So far this uh, year, I've been able to go four months um, um, So May, I still have to make sure I put me an order in. So I could try to go uh, 12 for 12 this year. And here we go. We got Atmex, which is American Precious Metal Exchange. They're always timely guys. These guys um, are efficient. <clears throat> and, um, you know, the um, Eagles are something that I really like as far as the silver. I'm, I, I buy bits and pieces of gold um, based on, you know, relevance and need. And um, but silver, most definitely, I'm all about that because I think it's undervalued. And then I also, go, like I said, I like the American Eagles there, and I also like the um, Canadian Maples. And then I also like to take a peek at the junk silver, um, which is 90% coins. And just for um, those who do have like their coin, uh, like if you have like coins stored up in like a jar or something, and you guys are. Um, saving them for some particular reason for you to get a certain amount well take out your 1983 and before uh, pennies and your 1960 I believe a 64 and before on your dimes nickels and quarters um, those have um, a greater percent um, in precious metals like your silver and your copper um, so that's just a heads up for you guys there um, on that if you guys are doing that and again um, I always say I'll pick up every coin that I see on the ground and you never know what you find I always find coins that might not be in value of ten dollars twenty dollars or whatever but I pick up the value for the copper or for uh, the silver and again you guys can go and buy you some copper there and it's a pretty neat platform. They get your <clears throat> products out to you um, relatively quickly. So um, that's why I like to um, talk about them and use their exchange. And again, by no means do I get paid or um, anything to advertise their um, product or their brand. So let's just put that out there right there first. Um, anyway, guys, uh, this is coming from um, Crypto News flash and um flare network considers integrating cardano's ada token um and this is coming today by ronaldo 
the majority of survey participants by Flair Network's vote in favor of integrating Cardano ADA as an F asset. Integration of ADA could allow decentralized trading of ADA with other cryptocurrencies that have received support as SF assets. XRP's uh, ledger utility fork, as Flare Network is known, um, could add support for another cryptocurrency. Uh, via Twitter poll, Flare Network's team asked its committee whether they should integrate Cardano's ADA as an F asset. And at that time of writing, the poll received 13,274 votes, which was 82%, 83% almost, of the total, which have voted in favor of the proposal, and 17.1% rejected. However, within five days remaining, the community still has a chance to cast its opinion. <clears throat> so guys, if you want to cast your opinion, what F asset you want to see, on the Flare Network, you can go there. Um, I'll just go over key benefits of integrating Cardano into the Flare Network. Users of both platforms, Flare and Cardano, could receive many benefits from the integration. Flare's network team envisions several use cases. For example, one example is to supply ADDA liquidity to Flare X. So there is a decentralized way to trade ADA pairs against other F assets. Also applications on Flare uh, built using EVM that aren't available on Cardano. And as one user stated, Cardano is close to developing a smart contract functionality. Therefore, these interoperable use cases serve as incentives to attract more users to the Flare network. Cardano smart contract platform Plutus is tentatively scheduled to be rolled out in quarter two 2021. IOG will deploy this upgrade with the third hard fork combinator called Alonzo after completing extensive stress testing on Plutus. Um, so again, um, Cardano has had recent upgrades, um, which are also reflected in ADA's price. Now, um, guys, this is just my opinion. Um, if it does happen to go this way, that's perfectly fine with me. Then I would be more, uh, firm and convinced that Cardano will be one of those cryptocurrencies that have, uh, you know, longevity and sustainability. Um, but again, if you follow some of the, uh, trails, uh, with, um, you know, co-founding and things like that with other assets, um, I do believe that's where um, conflict of interest uh, comes into play. <clears throat> so you have Ethereum and you have Cardano, which basically does the same things. So one of them has to cancel um, each other out at some point. One of them will become null and void, if not both, as there's other um, smart contract um, platforms um, that will um, be beneficial to uh, the Flare network as they have also mentioned Bitcoin. <clears throat> um, it's only speculation. They've only mentioned it um, um, to probably, you know, boost ratings, you know, of course, but um, try to get people's opinions and ideas to kind of get some feedback from the public and communities of each digital asset. 
Um, anyway, moving forward, this is kind of where I wanted to get to, and we're finally here. Um, this is a um, article that I came across from Payments Canada, how cross-border payments are evolving. And this was published November 26, 2019, which, by the way, is one of my son's birthday. So, um, yeah, happy birthday to that kid on that day. So it's a good time for this article to come out, I guess. Um, anyway, uh, with cross-border transactions having accounted for $23.7 trillion globally in 2018, the bulk of which consisted of corporate payments, the need for payment systems, operators, and payment services provided to facilitate seamless cross-border payments at scale has never been greater, particularly the continued expansionary growth in e-commerce, both B2B, P2B, cross-border retail payments, further highlights this need for more attention to be placed on cross-border payments activities and how the ecosystem is evolving and finding efficiencies with which to facilitate such transactions. So you can go ahead and read what is cross-border payments. And it's, like I said, it's a pretty lengthy article, but some of the things that um, I wanted to really get into, and you can go ahead and uh, pull this up for yourself on your laptop or um, your desktop or even your mobile phone, scroll through it and you can kind of read uh, what their transitions are, um, what they're talking about with different type of payment um, mechanisms that they're um, implementing and what they want to go to. And then um, we get down here, let's go some more um, risk associated with correspondent banking, um, which is, uh, you know, antiquated. And then you have digital currencies and cross-border settlement. Digital currencies such as Bitcoin, the first cryptocurrency ever created, are inherently borderless and bound to no jurisdictions or bricks or mortar simile, making them ideal for facility, facilitating cross-border payments, which transfer digital currencies will create a new block that contains the transaction information, including fees, which are closed by type of cryptographic signature. So, um, as we know, Bitcoin came to do what it needed to do. That's just my personal opinion. Okay. Um, you know, I think that it's, it, it came to do a purpose. It solves its purpose, um, but it didn't feel, fulfill the means. So you, then you, we talk about central, uh, central bank digital currency and cross-border settlement. You could go through that. Then you got private label cryptocurrency and cross-border payment. All right. And then um, you can go down a little bit further in the article. This is where we need to get to because this is the most important part of the article because there are stable coins for cross-border payment. And I'll read this whole junk to you, okay? Well, not really junk because I'm just, you know what I mean. Anyway, stable coin refers to a class of digital currencies which are relatively stable in terms of their price. Stable coins offer instantaneous processing and security of payments as many cryptocurrencies do. They also offer stability with respect to their parity against fiat currencies. Two digital currencies that fall into this category are RippleNet's native digital currency Ripple XRP and Stellar Network's native cryptocurrencies, the Stellar Lumen XLM. Both Ripple and Stellar enable faster and more efficient cross-border payments 
relative to correspondent banking. However, they differ in that Ripple is focused on improving cross-border settlement between international banks, whereas Stellar is focused on providing low-cost cross-border payment financial services to the end user and the unbanked population. Ripple enables multinational corporations to settle cross-border payments by transferring XRP through the Ripple network, resulting in on-demand liquidity. The three parts of Ripple ecosystems are, one, servers that maintain the ledger, two, their clients, three, intermediaries. Unlike Bitcoin or Ethereum, Ripple does not run proof-of-work, nor does it run a proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. Instead, Ripple transactions rely on a Byzantine General's problem, which is BGP, consensus protocol known as Ripple gateways to validate account balances and transactions of the system. The Ripple settlement process evolves the creation of a transaction that is signed by the account owner and submitted to the network. Badly formed transactions will be rejected immediately, otherwise they are provisionally included on the ledger. The Ripple network has many validating nodes, which are used to validate and verify transactions. For a successful transaction to take place, the validators must come to a consensus on the transaction. While Ripple claims to be decentralized, the argument could be that the 55 validator nodes belong to Ripple. This is expected to change as third-party validator nodes join the network. As these third-part nodes join, each of the Ripple validator nodes will be removed for every two third-party nodes that join. Ripple under this set up becomes increasingly decentralized with time. So guys, this is an article back in 2018, or excuse me, 2019. We're in 2021. So those nodes have been disappearing out of their uh, network, not really disappearing, but you know, as other people come online, as we see with the Flare network, we got other um, companies or businesses uh, coming online. We also got different assets coming online um, under the Flare network. So um, I could imagine that that's, you know, part of it. Um, any accepted type of currency or asset can be used to transact on the Ripple network. Therefore, cross-border payments using Ripple are essentially Ripple gateways transacting using XRP. Each transaction requires a small fraction of XRP to be destroyed in the process, meaning that the total supply of XRP decreases over time and, in theory, maintains its value. And in contrast, Stellar enables individuals and users to trade money directly with each other across jurisdictions using entrusted intermediaries to handle FX and fund transfers. Transactions confirmation time using Stellar has been observed to the range of 1,000 transactions per second to approximately 10,000 transactions per second in a 2016 Barclays Africa and Deloitte pilot. Stellar's transaction fees remain a fixed rate um, at that level per XLM um, transaction, therefore uh, making XLM cost-effective for the retail cross-border transactions. So guys, I don't need to even say too much more because 
that says it all for me that these two um, are the ones for me to make payment of a large scale through a banking mechanism and allow me to make payments uh, whether it comes to retail e-commerce um, or peer-to-peer with XLM so these two are just outstanding projects um, that we um, don't want to underestimate when it comes to XLM you don't ever under, want to underestimate um, the little brother okay that's just how it looks like sometimes it is what it is yes we have ripple which has the most superior technology um, but I would say that XLM um, is not too far behind so anyway guys you can read the rest of the uh, paperwork here in the article and um, I'll leave that for you all um, but I think it's some interesting stuff to go over and to try to digest when it comes to cross-border payments and you know what cryptocurrencies do you think that they're going to use um, in facilitating cross-border payments I want to hear from you guys and see what you guys think and see if that we're on the right track when it comes to XLM and XRP and see where we come at you know when it comes to uh, the Flare Network um, the additions to the Flare Network how gold and silver will specifically play a role um, in these two particular assets that I've mentioned um, under gold and silver and again I started off with gold and silver for a specific reason because I do believe as we end all of this it will be XLM silver XRP gold hey listen I'm only a speculator I'm only looking at it from um, a historical point of view um, a research point of view um, how I've seen things uh, evolve in my 45 years of living that um, I do believe uh, you are holding one of the best or the greatest assets uh, to ever um, be on the face of this planet which is XRP and then uh, you guys have to do your own due diligence from the rest um, but again I always encourage you to have um, a heavy stake in XRP um, and make sure that you have um, you know XLM as your secondary just in case but I do believe that uh, they will be uh, regulated as such and this is why I do believe XLM is flying way under the radar um, at the very moment. But anyway, guys, I hope you guys enjoy today's information, today's video. Go ahead and give me a like if you like the video, um, a thumbs up or a rumble. And if you are new to um, viewing my videos, um, if you think that my um, content is worth a subscribe, I appreciate the subscribe. And for those who have already joined um, the journey, I appreciate you all because you guys encourage me every single day to get up and uh, come out with some new information and really um, put my you know, heads in the information trail and focus so that I can give you guys the best information possible and that we get on track to um, where we are going here in the short future. So anyway, guys, have a great rest of your Thursday. Um, enjoy the rest of your evening, your day, your you know, midday, wherever you may be. Um, I don't know because I have um, listeners from all over and I just want to thank you all. So um, God bless, take care, and as always, treat everyone with class, dignity, and respect. Bye-bye.